Well, he's a legend when it comes to racing sprint cars at Grays Harbor Raceway. He's coming off his 12th career championship. No, I didn't say that incorrectly. He has 12 championships, including the last four seasons. The 360s have inhabited the house that Fred Brownfield built. It's Jay Cole out of Shelton, Washington, and he's our next guest here on Getting Up to Speed. Hello, I'm Ben Dethridge, and I'm the host of Getting Up to Speed. We talk to sprint car drivers from the Pacific Coast, whether they race in Oregon, Washington, California. If they run it, we're going to talk about it. Also branch out a little bit, as well as drivers that perhaps are from here that race elsewhere, or some drivers that come in and try and take some money from the West Coast. In these episodes, we talk about past experience, past seasons, as well as upcoming races, as well as how's the season going. We hope you enjoy these episodes. Be sure to hit the like button and subscribe. It really helps us out. And stay tuned for more and more content. Now let's get into the interview. Well, joining me now, he hails out of Shelton, Washington. It's the driver of the OJ 360 Sprint Car, Jay Cole, now a 12-time Sprint Car Champion at Grays Harbor Raceway in Elma, Washington. Jay, such a lovely time always when we catch up. It's been a couple years, but I'm really looking forward to talking to you about some racing. Yep, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to talking to you. Well, we'll just get into it. 12-time champion, and you've won the last four straight titles. Just an incredible amount of success at the house that Fred Brownfield built. Um, you know, looking at the years, 1996, 97, 98, a three-peat, 02, 04, 06, 08. That was like a San Francisco Giants kind of World Series championship rhythm going there. 2013 and then 2018, 2019, no 360s in 2020, but 21 and 22, the champion there. My gosh, that is legendary accomplishment for sure. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and I've had a lot of uh, <clears throat> great support, great crew, and a lot of... Uh, good friends that helped me uh, accomplish all that and you know to win it four straight times i know it's not easy you know it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort but it's just it's just got to feel like you know a major mate i'm i, I I'm, I'm just repeating myself a major accomplishment just to do it over and over and over again um i mean just the stars are aligning for your race team yeah, I, I mean, uh, I have a, a great sponsor in Bulldog Trailers, and Trev uh, likes to have stuff that's uh, uh, newer than older. And a lot of times when I say, hey, I, I got some some stuff here that will work, he says, no, that we're going to get it uh, new. And uh, it'll show up in the mail, and a lot of that uh, helps me with breakdowns and, and parts failures because uh, he wants it to be as, as good as it can be. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt a professional approach towards it. Uh, last year, your numbers, nine feature starts, seven top tens, six top fives, four podiums, and three main event wins. So a really good win percentage for you, um, despite an extremely wet spring at Grays Harbor that got things kind of started late. But uh, you, your take of how to 2022 went, obviously getting the championship, but did you feel like there was any point in time where you guys um, had a bad patch? Uh, there was a couple tracks that, uh, I, I kind of missed it and, uh, struggled to get some forward bite and basically fumbled around for 25 laps, just, uh, burning up some tires and wishing I could pass some cars, but, uh, there was a couple of those. And then it just, once you got kind of the, the, the bad stretch out of the way, everything just connect. 
some of the tracks kind of came to, 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 to work better for me. And then maybe I was hitting some better starting spots that also helped. And I think, uh, maybe a couple races attrition probably helped me, uh, mm-hmm. successful. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. And if I remember right, the first race of the year was kind of one of those war of attrition's that it was, you know, nothing you can do about it with the weather and the track was a little on the heavy side and fast, but, uh, you know, it was one of those hammer down and get the elbows up kind of deals. Yeah. And, and sometimes those, those tracks maybe, uh, hit me at times and then, and sometimes when I get it right, the, the slower tracks with, you know, a little bit more, uh, finesse and traction also, it's just when I, when it's right, it's right. When it's wrong, it's, it's wrong, I guess. Sure, sure. Sure. No doubt. But, uh, yeah, 33% on, on, on the win, uh, the winning percentage and, and did, you know, did you feel like you guys closed the year out in strong form, you know, when, when obviously the night before the outlaws, that's a big race. Outlaws coming to town, that's a big night. You feel like you guys were in, in top shape. I think, uh, if I remember right, I might have crashed the night before the outlaws. If I remember, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. <laughs> I think I, I think maybe that was maybe one of those nights. Like I think I got uh, uh, collected in a somebody has some bad steering, and I think I I crashed down the front straightaway on that night. So. I think I was, I didn't qualify very well. I was back there quite a bit. And so maybe that night I wasn't on my, I wasn't moving forward like I should be if that's the race I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. And then as far as 2023, what is that looking like for the J. Cole race team? Well, with uh, Great Harbor having a, a fair amount of more 360 racing, and uh, I hear a lot of, uh, you know, chatter here and there that, that a lot of people want to come down and race a little bit more at Elma, maybe bigger car counts and probably a lot better shows to watch and more fun to race with more people. I think that's, that's the plan. Maybe hit a couple of races here or there uh, along the way. Don't cut anything really templed out, whatever everybody wants to do. We'll just uh, figure it out. Nice. Nice. And are you going to be there um, for any of the 410 shows? Going to try and do that? Uh, nope, I'll, I might come and watch, but uh, that uh, I think the, those guys get around there fast and furious, and <laughs> we have uh, we kind of a three sixty team, and we're gonna kind of stay that way. I think. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, and it's cool to see Speed Week Northwest go back to Grays Harbor. Uh, they're they're northern the Northern version of that anyways, um, starting off in, in late July and, you know, Grace Harbor has a couple of good two day shows, you know, featuring some sprint cars, or wing three sixties. And it, it's great to see that, you know, it, I think honestly, the easy thing to do sometimes when the field gets a little thin would just to be to put it on the block, but it looks like Bert's trying to trying to make things happen. And I think that we'll, uh, we'll grow the car count. Yep, I, that's kind of my opinion also, and uh, I, I mean, <clears throat> I talked to a few people here and there, and, and uh, it seems like they might be excited to come to Elma and do some more racing and, and 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 be back at it again. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, and hopefully, you know, you would hope the result would be, you know, get some teams and cars, uh, you know, re-entered or, 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 you know, start from scratch from from the Elma, Aberdeen, and Olympia area. Yeah, and that's uh, I mean, 
that'd be great. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard much of that. I think we're, we're, we'll gather cars from, you know, surrounding areas further away maybe, but, uh, uh, yeah, that would be great. See some, uh, um, sportsman sprints move up. That'd be great. There's good drivers there. So that'd be, that'd be, uh, a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know for a while that there was, you know, there's a lot of guys coming from Snohomish or as you said, other places, which is on the North side of Seattle and, you know, got to go through Seattle, Tacoma, Olympia, and it's a ways to go. And, you know, you're not uh, factoring in traffic. So, um, so that, that'll be good, you know, get some local support, some local cars going. Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty excited for to, to see how, when we get going here, what, what we got for cars and, and how many people want to keep coming back to have some fun at Elma. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And it's such a special place, you know, not just for you guys, but for so many people, so many good memories, you know, Northern Sprint Tour and SCS, ASCS Northwest, um, you know, having so many memorable shows there. As I said, it's the house that Fred Brownfield built and, and you, you saw the pre-Fred Elma and won a bunch of championships and also when Fred took it over. Yeah, I've, I've 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 seen it. Uh, I've seen it all, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and for folks that don't maybe never saw the old Grays Harbor Raceway prior to the the, the current configuration, you know, it, it's night and day difference, correct? Absolutely, it was more of a uh, I would say like a paper clip. You know, slow down, and the corners were really tight and uh, not really. Uh, able to run them wide open like you can sometimes now. So it was maybe a little more technical at times and had a, probably less banking. It was, uh, it put on races that were good and bad, I would say, but uh, it definitely is not, wasn't as fast as it is, as it is now. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, to now, now they know the track when it's, when it's right, it's, it's one of the funnest places I've ever raced. Oh yeah. Like when Elma's on and it can be a lot of the times, like when it's up against the fence and right on the, you know, up top and on the berm on the bottom, like Holy Toledo, like it's, it's sensational. Absolutely. And I think I saw that for the night before the outlaw race, you know, they got a good car count and, and it was able to move the track, widen it out. And, and, you know, it was slick in the middle, but it was good up top, good on the bottom. And, you know, it just produced some great racing. It, it brought lap traffic into the mix and, you know, just, uh, and so many memories of seeing good races at Elma just were, you know, reappearing before my eyes. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I mean, I'm a racer, but I'm also a race fan. So I'll, I'll get up there and watch the modifieds or the limited sprints that it's just, it's fun for me. And I, you know, I get a good, I mean, I, I, I feel like getting the fits to, uh, go racing but i also uh like to watch them oh yeah yeah um modified speed week the last couple years ended there and that was just some some great racing action too and you know gray's harbor raceway not just has a great contingent of 360 sprint car drivers but imca modified races as well and they're tough to beat yeah and and as the last you know five ten years that there's some guys there that can contend anywhere sure i mean got their cars right they're ready to go and they're 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 getting her done yeah i mean you know it's no no irony that tyson blood has been the state champion the last couple years and has went on to do some pretty good things wherever he goes whether it's california oregon or even arizona and you know his his you know primary 
part of part of the world in which he marks his territory is Grays Harbor. Yep, absolutely. He's had his stuff uh, on fire and uh, looking great, and it's been fun for to follow him and see how he's doing. Also. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And and it's been fun watching you through the years. You know, you ran Northern Sprint Tour and, you know, we'd see you with ASCS and, you know, came down to Cottage Grove a couple of times for, you know, a Marvin Smith Memorial Grove Classic. And and uh, it's it's just I know we don't get to see you too often outside of Grays Harbor, but but when when I get to see you, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, those are some, uh, you know, pretty fun times traveling and racing here and there and everywhere. and. Uh, it's pretty easy to drive uh, 30 minutes from my house now and go racing and be home at 45 and sleeping before midnight. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, sort of changed with traveling, but, uh, I, we haven't ruled out doing some a couple different races this, this summer. Awesome. Yeah. Well, hopefully I'll be there when, when you're on the road again, cause you know, it's, it's always, it's always see, like I said, it's always just a pleasure to see you, your lovely wife, Cindy and everything and catching up and, and, uh, seen it some different places yeah well thank you <laughs> um and you know i've always w- wondered about this i don't think i've ever asked you the story of your number oj like obviously the j that's self-explanatory but uh what what was the story behind that whole business well uh the truth be told i really wasn't uh too good at the sprint car thing at, at, in the beginning and it was maybe like uh oh oh you know, OJ, <laughs> what are you going to do next? <laughs> or what? And uh, it kind of stuck. I had a, a, you know, I had a stock car once and had a, a simple number of 84, but we didn't take that over there. We went with just something fun that people would kind of maybe uh, sure. made fun of or something. So we just put it on there. <laughs> well, at least it was an association with OJ Simpson or any of that nature. So, <laughs> Oh, it, but it was probably within a, a year, two years. I mean, after I had the number that that all went down, oh, so okay. it was, it was, they had some association at times with, uh, with people thinking that, but that, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Well, well, I know that you've, for, for a lot of years, you went with like the white with the black numbers, or I think the black with, with the white numbers, but there was a time there it was black with the orange. And I always thought, Oh, maybe it was orange juice too. <laughs> right. Right. No. And, and, you know, the orange was there for a, a few years and, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if it just somebody got tired of it. And we just decided to maybe go back to simpler colors and uh, less paint. You know, it's gel coat on these cars now. It's pretty perfect. You can just yeah. let her over fiberglass hood and be ready to go. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I, I'd love to. You know, I'm not pressuring you or anything, but I'd love to see a throwback paint scheme from the old NST days in the late '90s. Right. I, I, there's some of those. I mean, there's some pictures of those cars, and um, we could. Uh, it look it looks nice. I mean, we kind of went back with the black this year and uh, and try to make it look a little bit uh, more modern. And it, and I think it uh, it stands out a lot better than maybe the white at night sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And I know that what's really cool about you too is you've got a huge core of sponsors that have helped you and that have uh, you know have make you have the ability to make every race at Grays Harbor or wherever, when you guys do decide to travel to go out of their places and, you know, and they've been with you for a really long time too. Yeah. I've been uh, really fortunate to have the sponsors I have. I'm, I'm thankful. And, uh, you know, I, I would say they're sponsors, but they're, they're all friends to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, I got the, the, the bank has been around for a long time and they're, I mean, they're good. They're friends. I mean, they're people I talk to often and, and with uh, Bob's Tavern, that's been great. And Trev at Bulldog, it's just kind of probably kept me racing to be honest with you, because uh, sure. uh, he's been, he's been very nice and kept this thing rolling and, and he likes things uh, probably nicer than I do by far. And that's what, adds to my success a lot yeah yeah and you mentioned the bank that's still our community credit union right yes yep okay yeah long time and, and those guys support the racetrack you know historically as well too which is cool yeah and it, and that's uh it, there's been some uh I, I don't know you know go both ways kind of things just with banks and i think Trev sponsored the racetrack before with bulldogs and mm-hmm. some of those uh, some of those things have uh, just worked for everyone yeah well, you know, I can I can hear the excitement in your voice about 2023. So, and I'm not a betting man, but I I would assume you're not ready to hang it up yet. Like as long as you're having fun, as long as you know your friends, your marketing partners, and your sponsors are still enjoying it, you you sound like you're you're going to do it until until somebody tells you you can't or you don't feel like it anymore. Yeah, I kind of think that's uh, you know it's it's pretty exciting still. Uh, my wife's probably my biggest sponsor because she. Uh, enjoys racing as much as i do sure. and uh uh i mean it's it's pretty happy around here at race race time i mean we know what we're doing we got a, a start and a finish to our, our saturdays and uh sometimes they're perfect and sometimes they're not but uh it's it's a it's something that we kind of do and, and we know what we're doing yeah well and you know the the dawn of potentially a 13th championship is 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 about on us all well for you um you know here in a couple months hopefully it's not going to be as wet this spring as it was last spring because it seemed like forever that anybody was going to get any racing in yeah it was uh i don't know if it was three rain outs or, or maybe there was two but maybe there's a week i mean it seemed like we were four weeks of doing nothing when we were ready to go if i remember correctly yeah yeah and then there were some that were touch and go i remember going up to the narc race and that was you know they rained out saturday and then sunday you know there were some spots where it was raining and it's like oh gosh do we turn around you know do we keep going but you know ended up ended up being an all right race and you know um it's it's just kind of a weird area where um and for folks that have never been to gray's harbor raceway and jay can attest to this there's these two um nuclear towers towards uh, uh, that's the west towards the ocean and if you can't see them it means you only got a limited amount of time before the rain's coming yep that's 100 percent correct and uh um, they might be more accurate than the radar on your phone sure <laughs> yeah exactly i because i was there on that sunday race uh, memorial day weekend for the narc deal and it was rain like it was literally raining everywhere but like right at the racetrack there's just this break and i and i don't know what it is divine intervention or what but uh definitely somebody had a plan that they wanted that race to get in yeah the people travel a long ways uh, to get there to put on uh, you know try to get a show in so i'm, I'm happy that one went down yeah. Yeah. And, and another really cool thing about where you race at is obviously you've ran there for, you know, for a good number of years, but you've got, you just created a following that whenever Jake, you know, he, you know, Fred Renner, he needs no introduction, but I'll, I'll tell you who he is anyways, you know, and then, you know, who's from Mason County kind of thing. Just, it, it's cool to see what, you know, the, the name that you've made for yourself there. Well, I think it, 
has a lot to do with the, you know, uh, close to 30 years of going down there. And then, uh, you know, I, I meet fans that have been uh, there when they were four, and now they're bringing their kids down and saying, I remember. I mean, it's it's been that long, and, uh, and there's just uh, a lot of nice people I've met over time, and it seems like uh, uh, once you get a fan and you don't do them uh, bad, they're going to be a good a good fan for a long time. Yeah. No, that's completely awesome. And there's something that I was going to ask you too. You, you touched on it. You you had a stock a stock car that you raced. Actually, I think you won a championship in the stock car in the early '90s. And what made the decision to transition from stock cars to sprint cars? Uh, the, if I remember right, it was you know the stock cars were getting pretty expensive. They were building some crazy motors, and uh, uh, the opportunity came up with uh, Mike Savano had a car for sale. And uh, it was ready to go, and he was willing to help me uh, kind of get started. And uh, it was pretty, it was, he was pretty cool about it, taught me a lot, helped me get going. And uh, it was just like, I guess we're going sprint car racing. And uh, the stock car thing was just, uh, it was kind of starting to get kind of crazy with the engines. Not that sprint cars weren't, but sure. it just yeah. seemed to make sense. It was, uh, it was just, I guess it was just, time to get going yeah and you know mid 90s northern fred brownfield started northern sprinter that you know in retrospect that was a huge deal because that was a major touring series throughout the pacific northwest that they went you know in those first couple of years not just the washington oregon they went to montana and they also went to edmonton or uh, well yeah edmonton and uh bridge county in uh in uh Oh gosh, <laughs> the name is uh, you know in southern Alberta um, that you know just just crazy you know that was a big opening where so many more teams were coming to these racetracks. Yeah, and I and I can uh, uh, think I ever I went all the way to Edmonton, long drive, sure, maybe night rained out. Uh, I can't remember. I might have been there more than once, but uh, yeah, worked our way back down to. Another track that was cool as heck was it was it uh, maybe Lethbridge? Yeah, we ended Leth- up Leth- Lethbridge. Kelly Miller and Fred Ranner Jr. are going to hang me if I forget where that town is. Yeah, Bridge County Raceway, Bridge County Speedway. Anyways, yeah, Lethbridge, Alberta, right on the border. Yep, and uh, so then we worked our way to Montana and and uh, worked our way home from there, and that was like good car counts, lots of great people. Everybody's having a good time. We're, you know, a lot more, you know, I guess we call it camaraderie or whatever, but Mm -hmm. we have a lot of good times then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been great catching up with you, Jay. Um, As far as, uh, you know, if you have any apparel on sale or anything online, is there a good place where people can look at that team news? Do you got, have anything like that going on these days? We just pretty much, uh, you know, got hats and uh, some sweatshirts and stuff, and just mostly just sell them out of the back of the trailer or whatever. Whatever we have to have that week, we kind of Cindy kind of takes over and and uh, we see what what people need and what we want. We kind of haven't really went all in with big batches of craziness. We kind of just got fifty of these and forty of those every once in a while, and sure. people buy them up. Sure, sure. And then uh, I know you mentioned a couple of your sponsors. Any other folks that you want to thank? Any individuals? Any additional sponsors? Well, I, I mean, everybody that's on my team's been there for a long time. 
they're they're my friends. They give up a lot of their time. Um, uh, Darren Hall and his dad Dale have been a part of my team for many years, and uh, and Darren was a young, and he kind of he's got the hook in his mouth for spec cars. He keeps coming around and uh, and and enjoying some of the good times and the bad times. And I I got a neighbor that uh, Barry just came on, and he's my neighbor, and he's easy to come over and help me and. I got Billy St. Paul who's been involved in my racing since I was, you know, 18. So Billy's been in and out and around and I've been around for a long time. And like, uh, I've just had a lot of fun with all my, all my friends basically going racing. Awesome. Well, it's been great watching you and can't wait to see what's left in store for the J Cole racing story. And Hey, I'm just going to put this out there. We'll be checking in with you as the season gets started, especially if you're doing good, and we'll get some progress reports going. Sounds good to me. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Jay. You bet. Thank you. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to this latest episode of Getting Up to Speed with me, Ben Dethridge. We hope you enjoyed this program. We hope also that you hit the subscribe button and the like button as that really helps things out, spreads things out. Be sure and share as well on social media so that more people can listen to these great interviews and from these great drivers. Getting Up to Speed is a production of High Side Racing Promotions. For more information, you can check it all out on Facebook at High Side Promotions.